guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There is only one thing in the world worse than being talked about, and that is not being talked about. Oscar Wilde. That man had a way with words that I don't think you need to be a literary scholar to appreciate, and that quote is quite pertinent to this episode, all about publicity. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug, and welcome to this week's episode. Now, hold on. Don't skip this episode thinking that publicity doesn't pertain to you. You probably think it's all about getting featured in the media for some superstar amazingness that you don't believe describes your day-to-day. Or you feel like there's some sleaziness attached to getting that kind of coverage. But guess what? That's an incredibly narrow view of what publicity is and who it's for. So stick around and let me explain to you how this works for you. This topic is coming at you because my Facebook group wants to focus on learning more about publicity this month. If you're interested, I'd love to see you inside the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook because my Coffee Cup Collective, along with my email subscribers, get first crack at any workshops or teachings I do further than what I offer on this podcast. Now, as a public relations professional, my skin kind of crawls when talking about publicity. I mean, Samantha from Sex in the City and Adina from AbFab, well, they don't really give a great representation of the profession. I'm not going into a diatribe on how PR is handled by the media or entertainment industries because I just wouldn't do that to you. 
But what I think is important to say right up front is that publicity for small or medium-sized business is fantastic, and it doesn't have to be hard. It isn't a necessity, but a professional consultation can be helpful, and I'm very happy to work with you to help you reach your goals. Publicity might just be one way to do that, because that's what isn't shown in media representations. How publicity is an excellent way to support reaching your business goals, especially if you're looking to increase your visibility in a competitive market, gain more market share, or attract new customers. If you need to explain your business because it's a new concept or a different take on the same old, same old, publicity is probably the way to go. The Oxford Dictionary defines publicity in two ways. The staid definition being notice or attention given to someone or something by the media. And the slightly more broad one is the giving out of information about a product, person, or company for advertising or promotional purposes. Pretty broad, eh? Have you ever heard the phrase, control the narrative? If not, I can tell you right now that you have never watched Scandal. And as a side note, you have missed out. Find it and go watch it. That expression means exactly what it sounds like. You want to write the story that people tell about you. So when we think about our friend, Mr. Wilde, and we want people talking about us, we want to know what they're saying. We want what they say to be truthful, to be positive about us or our business. We want what people say to draw others towards us, to pique the interest of those who we want as our customers. We want people to talk about our offering in glowing terms. And we want to be reasonably certain that the narrative is what will help us reach our goals. I say reasonably certain because we don't actually have control unless we pay for it. And that is called advertising. Nothing against advertising. That's just not my jam and not what we're here about today. If we want people to tell a certain story about us, we need to give them the story to tell. Sounds simple, eh? We can pick any story we want. For example, I'm a great baker. I know how to arm knit without getting cocooned in the process. Yes, thank you. That is an accomplishment. Karen, she's a fantastic lawyer and a phenomenal sports figure. Stacy is a beautiful photographer and a mom to a budding entrepreneur. These are stories. They're all true, but they're not what's going to get repeated. They will not carry enough interest by enough people to be a story. Not that we don't particularly care if those things get repeated. It's just that none of those story snippets pertain to our businesses or our goals. So how do we pick a story about us that's worthy? Three things that we need to take into account when we decide on our story are audience, relevance, and support. Audience is who you want to talk to, who you want talking about your story. Your audience matters because, well, why would you waste time talking to people who don't care about what you do? Why put your precious efforts into communicating and enticing people who are never going to buy from you, who have no sway over your bottom line and never will? Now look, I'm not saying you necessarily have to directly target your exact consumer 100% of the time. Depending on what's going on, your product or service, your actual purchaser or consumer, may not always be who your target audience is. There are a few industries who direct their stories towards the influencers or ground-level people in a company. I was listening to Gary Vee talk about this the other day, 
and I was nodding my head the whole time. Like, not that he needs my agreement in life, but it was just really great to hear of it happening at all levels of business. The power of talk is that talk creates a sense of connection. It's a way of sharing values and experiences, finding out who's like you, who you want to spend more time with because they reflect something that you admire or share. The power of talk is that it can create a need or a desire. We've all heard of things that have gone viral, and that can be the power of talk. And you have an audience you can talk to because you understand them. You create a service or a product that suits their particular pain point or discomfort you can speak to their desire and they in turn have people they talk to and influence and those might be just the people with the purchasing power the first example that comes to mind is any candy or fast food or toy company ever yes this is advertising because it's paid for but if you've ever interacted with a child or maybe maybe you were one once you're familiar with the company that targets the child and the child influences the purchaser. From a publicity or PR standpoint, perhaps you do something like take your children's book that you've written and do readings at the local libraries or bookstores across the region. The children are your audience. They're actually the faces looking up at you, listening. But the goodwill that you've created in showing up, doing your bit for childhood literacy, not to mention giving the parents a wee break while you read, well, that goodwill is directed at the librarians, the booksellers, the teachers, if you head up the local schools, and yeah, the parents. A local author went to my boy's elementary school and did a writing workshop with them. And he sold a few of his books as well, right there on the spot. He made such an impression on my youngest that we went online and purchased the rest of his series. And then I proceeded to buy some of Liam's favorites and send them to my hockey mad nephew as gifts. I know I'm not the only one talking about it. And I've had conversations with other parents who have done the same. By the way, the author is Sigmund Brower, and Liam and my nephew loved the Howling Timberwolf series. I get no royalties or anything. He has no idea who I am. But if you have a young hockey fan, it's a great series. And by the way, that's the power of talk. In short, your audience is someone who's going to buy from you. But don't lose sight of your secondary audience. They can be equally important. You want to talk to the people who either spend the money or influence the spender. Moving on to the second point, relevance. Eh, that's a fairly broad concept. But for this top line look at publicity, I'm going to use a small focus. We want to think about what is relevant to your world. And yes, your world is my small focus. This is also known as the hook, what catches your attention and makes you stop. A lot of times on social media nowadays, you see the stop the scroll as the hook. Uh, no, that's not a hook. Those words are not going to get me to stop. You need to catch me with something actually relevant to me, to my life, to my frustrations in order for me to stop. So your world is your industry your audience, both primary and secondary, your community, your suppliers, your distribution chain, and so on. You'll narrow that down depending on the business goal that you're working towards fulfilling with this particular piece of publicity. 
Now you want your hook to be relevant to your audience, but also to the media you want to run your story. You want the journalist, the editor, the photojournalist, the whoever is in charge to immediately see the relevance and the interest of your audience. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This relevant hook is what will compel them to provide you with the coverage. As Helen Woodward, the first female advertising executive in the US once famously said, advertising is what you pay for. Publicity is what you pray for. And in order to cut back on the prayers, you hedge your pitch with a relevant and compelling hook. PR agencies often provide a clipping service to their clients. I've done the same in some of my smaller jobs, clipping local media, and it's a hard sell to someone who hasn't factored PR into their business plan. And yes, a clipping service is exactly what it sounds like. I'm only 42, but yes, I worked in the day when we got actual cuttings of newspapers and magazines, printouts of radio news scripts, all dated and detailed with the media source, the time, or the page in the section. I loved it when it all went digital. So much less work for the clippers and easier storage. But what's the purpose of that tediousness? Well, how do you know what the media are considering relevant or worthy of their efforts if you aren't watching? I mean, yes, it's a great way to track what pieces of yours are getting picked up, but it's also great to take a step back and see what the general trends of what is considered newsworthy. It gives you an idea of which media source is interested in what angle and it tells you how things are being approached by your competitors. This is information that a publicist, a PR professional, or you should be using to inform your hook. 
this is telling you what will probably be considered a hook. So when you're considering what story you want people to be telling about you, consider what stories are already being told in your world. Do you want to put your own slant on it? Do you want to jump out there and proudly proclaim the opposite? Which media is going to be receptive to which approach? And what part of your world is open to hearing about you? If you have a mind that works that way, think about what's happening in your industry. Don't limit yourself to the deep and serious news of the day and shrug your shoulders. Give up because you don't fit there. Similarly, don't limit yourself to the frivolity of things. Accountants can be good fun and holy, what a story. That can be fashioned into a relevant hook because it plays against the stereotype. There are media that will love that hook. What's beautiful about 2021 is that we have this thing called Google. We have blogs, we have podcasts, we have influencers. We have so much media outside of traditional radio, television, and newspapers. You will find a medium that will buy your hook and you can learn about any medium and tailor your hook to its audience. Now this might take some time, but without a solid hook, you risk the media taking your story and creating their own hook. I mean, they might anyway, but if you make it easy and meaningful for them to use your hook, there's a good chance that yours is the story they're gonna tell. And the last aspect is the actual story. What do we want them to say? How do we want them to say it? This goes back to your communications plan and key messages. What's the point? I mean, the hook should somehow be related to the messages as well, but that is kind of a technical area. That's a semester or two of university nailing the appropriateness of veering off piste and all that jazz. Too technical for what we're talking about right now. The actual story needs to reflect your messages. What do you want the people who interact with your story to come away with? If they read it, do you want them to click the link to buy your thing? Uh, one caveat about that, if it smells like straight up advertising, forget about ever getting it run in the media. Even the newer media is probably looking for some sort of a kickback on straight up advertising. Except me. I have received nothing of concrete value for free from any of my interviewees. But yes, do you want people to click a link to purchase? Do you want to portray yourself as an expert? Do you want people to see your work in action and be amazed at your skill, your artistry, the usefulness of your thing? What is your message to them? And how are you going to tell them that message? Here's a little extra question for you to ponder. How will you support people in telling your story? How will you make it easy for them to talk about you? Have you seen how many numbered lists or stepped processes there are out there? You know, like you want someone to say, oh, I read an article on a blog the other day about this woman, and she had this really great way of doing that in only three steps. It was awesome. I'll forward it to you so you can read it or buy it or check out her website or whatever. That ending can also say, I'll tag you, I'll repost it on your feed, whatever, but you get the idea. One thing that I do request of my guests is that they help me publicize their interview. I don't ask my listeners for money in exchange for episodes. My Facebook group is free. 
my email list is free. I make money from my workshops and e-guides, which, heads up, they're coming soon, as well as advertising on my podcast. However, I get an advertising check per 1,000 downloads, so I really depend on others helping me publicize their appearance as a way to get exposure to new audiences. Hopefully, those new people come to listen about their friend and stay to listen for the advice or information I provide. But I can't make anybody do anything. I mean, what am I going to do? Pull the episode because it didn't bring in exactly X number of listeners? Uh, no. However, what I can do is make it easy for them to tell my story. And honestly, I haven't been doing that. It was like a massive self-own to realize I was doing a poor job of supporting my guests in publicizing their appearance on my podcast. Disappointing for them, as well as for me. So what I'm starting to do, and will go back for my past guests and do for them as well, is to provide them what they need to publicize their interviews. After all, that's kind of what I do. Why should I expect them to innately know how to publicize my podcast? or anything for that matter, so I need to make it easy for them. For my purposes, I'll be providing social media visuals and sample post language for them to copy and paste with a link to their specific episode. You don't need to do that though. There are probably a thousand ways to support people in telling your story. Language is one. Oscar Wilde wrote fantastic, relevant, memorable lines that people could repeat. Sometimes people have the most amazing hook or headline and that grabs your attention, but also becomes what's repeated and retold. The numbered list is numbered because people follow a step-by-step -step process incredibly easily. It's also easy to repeat verbally or visually. There are infographics that can tell your story and are beyond easy to share. So what makes sense to your story and your audience in terms of supporting them and repeating your message. So you may have been wanting an episode full of PR stunt ideas. As an aside, I truly and intensely dislike the phrase PR stunt. It is just full of connotations of irrelevancy and flippancy. And if you are looking for stunt ideas, I'm sorry. I can be all for stunts, but as long as they support your goals, not just for the sake of getting publicity. Richard Branson once said that publicity is absolutely critical and that a good PR story is infinitely more effective than a front page ad. How will you harness that for your business? If you want some help, my details are in the show notes. Publicity can be immensely powerful in helping you achieve your goals and you are not too small, too unimportant, too frivolous, or whatever else is in your head to take advantage of it. As is the same for all of communications and public relations, publicity is about strategy. Think of your audiences, the relevance, and your messaging and supporting your audience and talking about you. Take a deep breath and go for it. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, 
I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.